Yes, sir. Yes, sirree. If you can't tell, I'm smiling. If you can't hear it, if you can't feel it, I know you can't see it because I got a mask on. I stay safe. I don't know what these two up in here, but you know. Three, actually. PB in the building. It's your boy, Bruce Corsite. We live. It's Thursday. NBA is back. I have watched live basketball on my television from the National Basketball Association. This was not foreign leagues this was not tbt tournaments none of that it was yeah it wasn't 2k simulated games none of that but it's your boy bruce corsad i got michael the pg right here with me we got a special guest up in here kansas city out the game uh pg what we got hey man so michael the pg here in the building it's corsad thursday Always Liddy when you hear Corsair Radio. With the starting five, man, our, our guys going to be checking in through Zoom soon. But, man, I am here, the Magic Johnson of the show, to make sure this thing is smooth and that it always ends with a fast break dunk. And it's showtime whenever Mike Kelter PG is on the mic. But we got our guy in here with us. No mic in the studio. Uh, Daddy duties, man. Take care of your job. Protect these black children. But in the studio with us. We got one of our very own, uh, Mr. Mark My Words himself, Mark Gunnels. What's up, Mark? What's up, man? It's been a while. It's been a while hey, since I've been on the hey, show. Hey, facts, man. So we got we got a, a a guy who's done it before with us. So the reason why you're hearing the Snoop Dogg in the background because we celebrating. Uh, clearly, the West Coast got that win last night on the Versus. Shout out to those guys at Versus Timberland Swiss Beats. They put on a hell of a show. Um, Snoop. DMX, man, big time guys, music incredible, and they just gave us a vibe that that's gonna go down in history, man. I'm such a big hip hop fan, and Corsair Radio, we are such big hip hop fans that we have to show love to that great, great show. So, man, where my guys at? Is, that, is the Zoom ready? They in, they in, they in. I just joined the computer audio. You know, they always late. No, yeah, they always lagging. Forever man. late to the party. S- slowing us up. They need to come to the studio. Don't be scared. Be Don't scared. Be scared. Nah, be scared. Keep your ass at home. We good. So, we got guests this shit. Oh, man, there they go. Oh, they over there together? We together? Hey, you talking about the spread, but... I got on Gucci mask. He got my guys at, so it's... Hey, the point guard is here. The center is in the studio. I don't want to be inside Yeah, Mr. Pornhub himself, the small forward, Himes, and Larry Bird of the show. What's good, Himes? What's up, guys? It's good to be back. Kana in the studio, you know? Quarantining, doing everything right. Uh, how's everyone doing? Man, chilling. I don't look we like good. y'all quarantine. Look like y'all partying over there. But we got Mister Downtown Philip Brown sitting next to Hines. Man, what's up? Throwing up gang signs. Oh man, what's going on? Ready to get this thing started, bruh? We back. We had some scrimmage games. I know we're gonna get into it in a second. I'm gonna let Michael leave the show. And I'm coming in for the alley oop, baby. Let's yes, go. sir. And of course, with his son. Oh my yes, God! With the baby, we got the shooting yes. guard, Mister uh, Out of Pappy, and he really showing us, man, through this Zoom. Happy do this, Mister Inglewood <laughs> himself. In full effect, Big Mike Out of Pappy in the building. We back to you, Courtside Radio Thursdays. I got Little Man in the building. He'll be here for a few. 
he'll be uh taking a, a siesta very, very soon. But uh, it's glad to be back. We love y'all. You know, we got raw, real basketball knowledge coming to you. And uh, I'll add them, Michael. Let them know. No, yes, sir, man. So, of course, our radio with the starting five with our guy, Mark Gunnels of Mark My Words. Make sure y'all check out uh, that great, great show. Mark, tell people more about your show, man. Yeah, so I record every Tuesday, Friday. What's up, Himes? How you doing, bro? <laughs> every Tuesday and Friday, man, you can catch me live on the Good News Radio app, man. I'm also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Our Radio. You know, man, I talk about basketball a lot, football, the culture, just whatever, whatever's going on in the world at the time, whatever the pulse is on Twitter. You know, I'm in the Twitter streets. You can check me out on Twitter at Mark A. Gunnels. And yeah, man, just checking me out. I have special guests on at times, so you never know who's going to be on Mark My Words. So make sure you tap in. Hey, yes, sir, man. So make sure y'all check out my guy, man. We all grinding, and we all on a come hey, up, so they better watch out Yo, for us. Mark, before we get to the basketball, bro, True. I just we got to follow game. Know, I just want to let you know for the people, who the best who the best quarterback ever? Patrick Mahomes! Rich Gannon. Everybody catch it off. Knock that one off. We already know it, but we Come on. yeah. The hey, best I can talk Patrick about Mahomes, him for yeah. three hours, so I gotta of let that time? go. And we gonna talk about another great, great athlete that gets paid a lot, a lot of money. Who actually uh, just finished up um, the first scrimmage for the Lakers. So before we talk about the scrimmage, we're gonna say that for later. So y'all better stay tuning in right here on the Good News Radio uh, app, listening to this Good News Sports, but. Mr. LeBron James, that's what we're going to talk about. So when it comes to LeBron, uh, my guy Mark Gunnels is a LeBron lover. My guy Philip, LeBron lover. And we have to discuss this because year 17, he's playing amazing. I agree with you, Mike. But he's playing amazing ball. So my question, I have two questions. Is this his best and last shot to win a title? So we got uh, our guy Mark Gunnels in here. And uh, I, I want you... To give your take. I'm coming for you for this one. I'm coming for you with this. <laughs> so, um, is it his best shot? His best and last shot to I think win it's his, the title. His best shot, considering the circumstances that we're in right now. I mean, we know LeBron keeps him keeps his body in great shape. If you've been watching his Instagram over the past four months, I mean, the guy's always in the gym. Yeah. And with no fans, you know, if they could play like the Bucks in the finals, a team that has a better record than them, but no home court advantage for Milwaukee, so that could be very huge. In a potential finals matchup, so yes, I would say best shot, but not his uh his last his last shot because you just have to consider. I mean, he's thirty five years old, which for him doesn't seem to be that hey, old. Father Time is undefeated. Well, it doesn't look like he's undefeated with him yet. He going low, and, long rounds. He going but, all twelve. But, with him. but it's his best shot too because you also got to consider next year is going to be more competition. You're going to have the Nets who are going to be a threat with KD and Kyrie. True. The Warriors are going to be a threat next year, I believe. Crazy threat. So, I mean, the West is going to be a little bit stronger and just the league in general next year, but this is definitely his best shot, no doubt about it. Best shot. So, uh, my guy, Phillip, another uh, LeBron um, lover, he got the LeBron tat on his body, which is crazy, but... No, I'm joking with you, but yeah. Hey, so uh, Philip, do you feel this is his? Do you feel that this is his best and last shot to win an NBA title? No, I think this is the hardest thing. This might be the hardest championship ever to win. To stop midseason, right before playoffs ramp up, and to have to come back and get your team together and lead them to a championship, I think this might be the. T- this might hey, Philip, d- don't be no Nick Wright talking about certain championships worth two. No, it's only one title. So I agree. it's I'm gonna be saying, tough. Like, with everything going on, bro. Like 
I just want to say first, like I'm, I'm impressed with how in shape everybody came back. Cause you know, like, I was thinking more along the lines of what they look like uh, coming into like the, re- the, the first game of the real season. Mm-hmm. What the hell else were they supposed to do? I mean, what do they what do they do before pre- preseason? You know, game one of the season, they look terrible. Yeah, look, look at the baseball really players. The baseball so. players, Pablo Sandoval coming back. I mean, hold on. Let me first of all, shout out Mookie Betts. Dodger for the next at least 13, maybe 10. At least, look, 13 is contract say, but 10, at least we can give it to him. Man, Come on, Mookie, no. bring one back to us, baby. We don't care about no Mookie, but uh, f- uh, you got it, uh, Philip. Finish that thing up. Hey, man, but Yeah, I just think, like, but Mark did bring up a great uh, a great point about next year, all, all the teams are coming back at him. But I think with this, with this mixed formula, if they don't stick to this, I think this might be the hardest one because they, you can't just coach through everything he knows and then get to the, to the finals. They actually mixed it all up, so you're going to actually play the teams ranked higher uh, along the way. But, yeah, we'll see. So, uh, my guy Bruce is in the studio. Yes, sir. Uh, Bruce, what's your take? Do you think this is his best and last uh, shot at an NBA title? Best, I don't think. Last, I definitely don't think. Uh, I think his best shot will be next season, just because it'll be like that team has kind of like – they have their DNA. They know what they're doing. They know what to expect coming into the season. Mm-hmm. This season was kind of like a wrench was thrown in it. They were playing very well, but there will be some challenges ahead of them. But I think uh, next year will be his best shot. He's going to win it this year, and it's going to be one of his best victories. And then I think he, I think LeBron stays another three to four years in the league easy. Another three or four, yeah. yeah. He competes every season. And if you have AD, the team can become his team, exactly. which might be already. Trey Young coming. He can do his thing. So, Mike, what's your take on um, uh, is this LeBron's best and last shot to win the NBA title? This is his best shot right now to win the title, but it will not be his last chance to win the title due to who will remain a Laker for the following season. What he has produced already this season has given him MVP, MVP and a caliber level player, which will only transition back to the next season since it will be a shortened time to transition from there. So I do see uh, Jordan. I do see LeBron having a great chance of winning it this year, but this will not be the last time we will see that man in the finals. Not at all. Yes, sir. So, um, Hans, what's your take on it? Look, putting it bluntly, Mike actually said it best with that one. This is, to me though, this is LeBron's best chance at winning a title, but conversely, it's also not his only shot to win a title. This this season, they were the first team in the Western Conference in a Western Conference. The problem is going forward, LeBron will be facing a more presumably healthy Clippers squad with everyone ready to go. The West still is also loaded with guys like Russell Westbrook and James Harden in Houston that can still light it up. Denver is still coming up in the ranks. I mean, we're still sleeping on them, and they're still one of those teams that is kind of a forgotten team in the West. Look, this is a stacked Western Conference, so going forward, this is LeBron's best shot. It's a condensed season. He's had a lot of time off to keep himself in shape. He spent some money to keep himself in shape, so it was never a question whether or not he wasn't going to be ready to go. But having AD the way he was playing this season, LeBron at the ripe age of 35 playing the way he was, this is... This was the Lakers' best shot before it became the, uh, in the pre-COVID season, and it is still the Lakers' best shot to win a title with LeBron James in L.A. for the next couple of seasons while he's still there. Remember, he has two more years under contract after this. Not true. That's it. So yeah. there's only oh so much amount of time, and LeBron has already shown that ability to accept 
being a 1A, 1B player with Anthony Davis, as opposed to the normal hierarchies he's had, like in Miami and Cleveland, where he's always the alpha dog. He's sharing the responsibility and the load, and this season they were finally catching fire, and this is their best shot to win. Hey, and and you have to because, you know, AD is so special, and I, I really think that this is their best shot because you don't have to worry about saying that they might, you know, injuries or guys are going to be tired. Bron is going with it. You know, he was able to rest. Bron rests all last playoffs and then he rests before this so now he should be fully ready to go so I expect them to be amazing in the playoffs so the second part of the um, this whole uh, question when it comes to LeBron is we all feel that it's pretty much his best shot but some of us say it's not his last shot so what would winning a title do to his do for his legacy you know, you have some people who already think he's the GO, which is wrong. You got some people who already say he's top three, top five, you know, which some you can argue sure, against sure. that or for it. But I can argue that I know it's arguable. It's not like a for sure. Jordan Magic, uh, Kareem, Kobe, Shaq, uh, uh, Duncan, you can argue guys in front of him. Larry Bird. You can have those arguments right now, but once he retires from the NBA, that's when the conversation will end. We will all be on the same page that LeBron James solidified his stance in the Mount Rushmore of NBA players. Winning a ring with would be great. But to me, I don't know about you guys, even though it's still one of those seasons where it does count, this is still a what-if scenario. If someone happens to get sick in the bubble, if someone has an injured player in a condensed season like this, I'm still going to look at it. If the Bucks lose out on Giannis due to COVID and the Lakers end up winning, it's still an asterisk season for me. So, sure, it's another – he loses AD and it's no, asterisk. No, no, it's an asterisk for everyone. No, no, no. It's asterisk for everyone, regardless of who it is. That's why what? winning this year is great, but it's still an asterisk season. Hey, Bron better win with the Lakers are – that to me, that truly hurts his legacy. But Mark, you got it. Uh, what would what would it do to LeBron's legacy if he wins uh, a title this year? I mean, for me, it would just further submit his stance as the goat. So he's already the goat. As, <laughs> we're talking about basketball, right? He's the yeah. best player of all time. <laughs> oh um, my god! But if he wins with the Lakers, he'll be the first player to win a championship on three different teams, and Kawhi has a chance to do that as well. So. That would be an interesting race. I have see something who to say about that. I, I hate that they they like pump that up. Oh, it's just Kawhi? telling me that you're a great player that played for three teams. Why are you on three teams no, if that, you're so great? You're saying like that's not a great accomplishment? I don't think so. Because you're moving from one no, one situation that's, that's falling nah. apart to a situation that's better. That's nah. how I look at it. No, no, no. That's not I always see. the case. The Lakers want a better situation. Yeah. When he first got there, they just had Alonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma. But, but then that Lake. Cleveland team, that Cleveland Best team, Kevin Love ever. was falling apart. Kyrie was already gone. Where was that team going? Nowhere. So you go to LA, knowing free agents gonna come. Yeah, but that first well, year you took a you took a gamble, and, and it wasn't a for sure thing that AD was coming. I mean, obviously that was well, the plan. It's LeBron, but AD but, but still, he wasted a year essentially right of his career. So I wouldn't say that was a better situation, especially initially. He could have played for Cleveland again and, and lost in the playoffs. Or well, he would have definitely the won, won to the finals again, though. That still would have added to his legacy. No, don't forget, I don't if know. Mark Tunnels would have it his way, Andrew Wiggins would be leading the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James as his problem. <laughs> hey, Wiggins is going to be great on the Warriors, by the way. I'm just saying. Wiggins will be good. averaging 26 if it was up to Mark <laughs> Don't say great, but good. Hey, so Mike, what's your take? What would it do for... Um, LeBron's legacy if he were to win a title this year? 
if he were to win a title this year, it will give him that it will give him the stamp of okay, my stats will back up what people put those peewee BB guns away. You don't got the guns for real, Phil. But uh, it will solidify LeBron on being a top three. I will have to give him top three because his stats and statistically, he will go down as the greatest player statistically. But what he's done, if he wins one more to two more rings, you obviously cannot take him out of the top three players of all time, no matter no matter position, no matter how many rings. What he has done for the game on and off the court will solidify that it will it will permeate throughout everything he's done as a winner. Hey, and I would love to see that, but hey, LeBron, hey, keep it on the court. Thing. I'm not even a fan because people try to give him brownie points because off the court. We don't. When we talk about goat, we don't care what you did off the court. It's what you did on it. And for me, uh, before I pass to Philip, who already is going to say that it makes him the greatest athlete ever, which is probably crazy. But um, I just think that it just allows us to, for sure, say that okay, you can't put no LeBron nowhere other than top five. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that will make sure that happens his legacy. His record would still be what four and six if he wins in the, in the finals. Why which are we is talking top terrible. five? He's, no, he's three at least he's top three, three. right now. That's nah. crazy. That's crazy. Because I still have Jordan, Kareem, Kobe, and Magic in front of him. Oh my god. And then I can I have still Duncan. Have to the there, times. How come they can't win their, their I conference? have Jordan one. Everybody in my Kobe top five has five rings. And then LeBron. Everybody in my t- top five has five rings. Bruce, but, uh, Phillip, on that list. Off, I'm on that list. Phillip, so you what's your what? take on it? Let me hear your take, Phillip. Well, what's, explain the question to me, to me one more time so I can actually get you this, know This is just a hating ass Mike Kell segment no, to me. Nah, <laughs> not at all. I'm going to call this shit nothing but the truth. Uh, <laughs> you might want to leave. What, what will winning a title this like, year do for Cabra, uh, LeBron's legacy? I'm about to call him Cabron. It's Kobe and LeBron. Him as a, I mean, he's already top two, but it'll solidify him as top two. This is going to be the hardest championship to win to stop midseason, right when they were ramping up. You see that chemistry? For them to break free for three months and they have to come back and try to win this championship. Despite COVID, That's why despite I... being in a bubble, despite Michael hating. He's still gonna break if he wins this one, bro. He's hey, gonna solidify. Guys bruh. like Mark Phillip and the people at ESPN just makes you say like, "This is why I think I go against the bomb because they make this bubble championship. Because if James Harden wins the bubble championship, it's just gonna be like, "Hey, James Harden got one." It's hey, don't not put me be... in. I said this is gonna be his best chance to win one. No, but how people are making it seem like him winning in the bubble is just gonna make bro. it. Count this as three titles in what one way. I'm not saying that. It's not just him. This championship in general is the hardest championship to win. I don't believe that. Playing 82 games and having to win is tougher. Three weeks from going into the playoffs. Who's that? Three weeks from going to the playoffs, we're going to stop the season, tell you to go home for three months. Then tell you to come back with eight games to go to, to win a championship. Hey, Philip, you know what that sounds like to me? Rest. So you should be ready to go. Uh, Bruce, what's your what take is, on what it? Three months off due team chemistry, bro. That's a terrible What will this title do for his legacy? Yeah, yeah what would the title do for his legacy? Chemistry all year and they still win. Honestly, I think the only thing it does for his legacy is just pretty much has him to where, like, he's on the fence right now with Los Angeles Lakers, with Los Angeles basketball. Yeah. Just because you have the. Kobe folks and then you have the I hate LeBron and LeBron this and I'll never like him people but LA went through something crazy this year losing Kobe 
And I think if he wins a championship, it'll just bring the city closer. Major love, yeah. And like that, he'll get all the love for that. Like he's the one that basically has the power to basically add to his legacy. Hey, like, so did, just to, to just to, to throw in uh, so, something different. What if they win? Salt? No, what? yeah, no, not no salt, but something different. What if they win? <laughs> but AD is the Finals MVP. Does that change anything? Mm, he I don't know. Ask Kobe. I, Ask Kobe. Does that change anything? I will promise you, it won't change a thing. But I don't. Look, AD's not getting the Finals. No, MVP. I just want to know because most people, you know, they try to use. You can't average twenty eight, twelve, and nine in the series and not win MVP. No, yeah, but what if you know if AD, AD averages thirty four? He can average thirty 15. and ten. He's not getting the That's Finals MVP. Happen, hey, first, I got to shout out AD because they disrespect this man. I don't and disrespect not him, him. And not putting him in the MVP race. The dude, he has 13 categories that Bruh. he leads the Lakers in and he, he should be defensive player of the year. Him and LeBron on the team together is very I'm unfair good. when you watch it. anything to slight LeBron James. No, I'm not what sliding him. I just think that whoever plays with LeBron, they downplay what you do. Kawhi, Kyrie, Kyrie they have to, bro. Like, like if you watch to. the game, he's just standing there waiting on him to throw him the ball. Like, nah, you, throw that, you, you ain't watch his scrimmage. AD was going on. What did AD, what did AD even do before LeBron? Barely make the playoffs a few times. Come nah, on, crazy numbers. He is literally carrying pause. bums just, to the playoffs. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Pause, Michael. Just, just pause. Bruce, continue. <laughs> nah, hey, I'm spitting facts. Because it's some people that still pick Larry Bird over Brian, but hey, shout gla- shout glasses Malone, but um, yeah, man. I take so Larry Bird over LeBron James any day of the week. Hey, let us know y'all take on LeBron. What does it do for his legacy, and is this his last shot? Uh, remember, you guys can always hit us up in the chat room. Hey, open up Skype just in case we get it. Oh, it's open. Just in case we get a caller that want to call in and chime in. Hey, don't come here talking no mess because the heat will be brought to you. But um, and we shall be paying attention to y'all. Y'all act like we don't. I yeah, we, we pay. We check. We check our chat. So make sure y'all show us some love in the chat room. Uh, once again, we got our guy Mark Gunnels of Mark My Words here in the building with us, man. And uh, now we're going to go to our Celtic. Dump. Take it away, Himes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Courtside Radio Live. We are now doing the Celtic Dump with Alex Himes. It's good to see you guys in studio, kind of, over Zoom. And please, as usual, stay home, wear your masks, wear gloves, be safe. And now for the Celtic Dump today, we got to talk about appreciation. You know, for the Celtics, the future's looking bright. The potential of getting another lottery pick down the road from Memphis, if they miss the postseason to having budding superstars in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, an all-star point guard to fully lead a Brad Stevens run offense. Danny Ainge, he has successfully constructed the next era of Boston basketball. But with almost every Danny Ainge team, the end comes quicker than anticipated. And when the Celtics are now sitting pretty, the top five player in Jason Tatum blossoming before our eyes, then there's Kemba Walker. There's so much to say about Kemba, I can't say enough. He's an outstanding citizen, an upstanding man, and he's an all-star level point card that came in, corralled a locker room that was clearly fraught after Kyrie Irving's departure and has turned this team around and spearheaded them with the veteran leadership that they need. Then you look at other guys, a hometown hero and Marcus Smart being the last semblance of the Celtics rebuild. Ennis Cantor being a pillar of progressive change for his home country of Turkey. Taco Falls rise, Robert Williams III becoming the quote-unquote time lord. Every player seems to have a story, a role, and an impact. But one player in particular might be undervalued by both the team and fans alike. And that's Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is ascending before our eyes. 
He's legitimately become the standard of what an under-25 two-way player in this league should look like. He's building and developing as the years have gone by. And he currently ranks at 33rd in defense. And while that might not seem mind-blowing, he's averaging 20.4 points per game, shooting 38% from three and netting 6.4 rebounds and two steals per game. Brown has become the most forgotten third pick in Celtics history as of late, and the Celtics just awarded him a $115 million extension. But the year after this, Tatum is up for a max extension, which he will most assured get. Kemba Walker's locked down now for four years, and in the coming seasons, Gordon Hayward might be gone, but that doesn't change the fact that Tatum and Kemba will most assuredly cover at least one-third to a half of the Celtics cap room available. And that leaves Brown and Boston in a bit of a, of a precarious situation. If Brown blossoms into an all-star player, as presumed, his play paired with Jason Tatum should be enough to put him in conversation to have the Celtics being a top dog in the East. But if his play slowly diverts from the plan in any sense, or the team does not mesh and it entangles itself with the growth of Jason Tatum, or becomes another Rajon Rondo fiasco where one player slowly loses the touches in the minutes that he once had and decides to cause a ruckus in the locker room leading to the Ray Allen departure. There's so many different potential realities for the Celtics. And Kemba... He's going to be there. Tatum's going to be there. But now Brown stands as the third option. He is the perfect equivalent to Chris Bosh on the Miami Heat championship winning teams, playing third fiddle behind guys that are definitely above him in terms of hierarchy, but he's going to be underappreciated. So now I'm going to wrap this up, Celtics fans, and tell you, take this moment to appreciate his role on the squad. Take this moment to appreciate that we have the ability to watch two youngsters rise in the ranks because Jalen Brown will soon become potentially the odd man out of Boston, and that's going to be a sad day. And also, just a side note, apparently I heard a story about Big Phil. Big Phil apparently dropped a 2020 game on J.J. Hickson back in high school. What? I can't confirm the stat line, but Phil's teammate – uh, Alex something was on Alex T uh, was on FaceTime with or on IG Live with us earlier and told me this story. So, I heard about, I about it. it. I almost thought it was real until you said it was Phil and Alex. Hey, yeah. I, Alex, I heard about it. Uh, they said JJ Hickson was drunk that game. So, oh, 100%. Shout but out. This is I don't the know. Javar's Crittenden wasn't drunk, though. You know, they both play on the same team in high school. But, you know, I have oh. Oh. Hey, hey, he's well, a killer. He's a killer on and, and off the court. Episode of the Celtic Dump out to you by Courtside Radio. Thank you guys again. And that was your Celtic Dumpster Fire from Alex Hahn. (laughs) Celtic Dumpster Fire. But uh, thanks a lot, Alex. Great work, man. Uh, So now we're just going to take you real quick around the league. Um, So Jumpman are going to be on team's jerseys next year. When that when that happened, first of all, shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. Their jerseys are fire. Yeah. Them new jerseys are I heat. See them for next year, man. You got to see them. Them I things are them. heat. I, I like the black with the red. Yeah. Hey, so you gonna have the Jordan emblem on uh, on different teams' jerseys? It's crazy because if it's on the Lakers, LeBron's gonna have to have Jordan on his jersey. Nah, he's not going. He, and think about the Detroit Pistons with all the stuff MJ went through. That they gonna have MJ on their jersey, and it's just crazy. Mark, what's your take on uh, MJ being on these guys' jerseys? 
Uh, I think it's great. I mean, you know, a lot of people think Michael Jordan's the GOAT, even though it's LeBron, but you know, I mean, the nostalgia of Jordan is great. The nostalgia of Jordan is awesome. Um, the last dance was it was amazing to watch. It was really great, especially for the younger fans that don't really know about Jordan. Six and zero to really understand his uh, legacy and things of that nature. And I think it's just great to honor the second best player of all time. I think it's great. Get out of here, man. You about to get your mic? Cut. Yeah, we about to have to cut his mic. But then another. Uh, so we all know that uh, Russ arrived. Uh, keeping it Jordan Team Jordan Russ has arrived to Orlando He's in good health uh, ready, ready to get stuff going man So uh, Shout out to uh, my guy And then um, To wrap it up T-Wolves Are for sale And KG is interesting What do you guys' take I want to hear all you guys' take uh, Bruce we'll start with you What's your take on KG possibly Trying to get a team together To purchase the T-Wolves Better man That That's the best move for especially a city like Minnesota that's like clearly is struggling right now with just image. Um, KG is probably the biggest player to ever play there since the Lakers moved. Um, so at this point, <laughs> at this Facts point, why part. not? You know, I hope he he pulls it off, and I'm sure at this point there's a ton of people interested in helping him with this, mm-hmm. and I think it'd be a great move. Period, just because. He's KG, man. No, yeah, he deserves fact. that. No, yeah, and man, he helped change their franchise and something. For everything, man, he still them, he, he went back. Yeah, he went back to retire there. So KG, uh, what, what's you guys take on it, Mike? What's your take on KG possibly being a part owner of the Timberwolves? I feel like he's a perennial potential owner and majority owner, part owner, however you want to set it up with his team. But he represents what. The Minnesota Timberwolves became and what they were originally known for was KG's tenacity, the fierceness and competitiveness he brought every night, and he was skilled beyond his years, especially coming fresh out of high school. So especially with that trend coming back, I feel like that would be another reason KG can mentor a lot of players that do come if they do want to come from the G League straight to, you know, a squad like the Timberwolves, especially that's a great investment. I'm loving it, and KG will be a perfect and a great candidate for that team. Yeah, and um, man, he would probably be the most lit owner if you had him. Like, I know Bomber is crazy, so you would have KG. Uh, Philip, what's your take on KG possibly being part owner of uh, the Timberwolves? Bro, I think I think it's a good move. We need more for, former player. Uh, we need more former player owners we need more black owners and i think he fills both of those roles man i think i think it'd be a good one i think he's been around the game enough to usher in i think he can be a uh, a great a great person to usher in those kids coming out of high school now to the g league like that that's been said because he did that and you know he's a champion man he needs to bring some championship quality uh quality stuff back to minnesota you know where he's from no facts yeah hey, feel he- that hollywood money coming in i see with that gucci mask Oh, he gooched up. Gucci, yeah. Yeah, that, that Hollywood money coming in. Gucci! I see Gucci. Hans, what's your take on KG possibly being a part owner of the Timberwolves? Come on, Dan. You know I'm only going to show love to the big ticket. Kevin Garnett would be a perfect owner to have. Oh, he did play for that green team. Darn it. He would definitely bring the championship experience that Minnesota so desperately needs. What did he get that championship at? He got that in Boston, baby. Oh, 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 I the big ticket. 
All right. I'm so happy for uh, KG potentially getting the opportunity. I think he'd be a perfect owner for Minnesota. Like we've all said, you know, starting his career, they're really putting them on the map as a team and an organization. It's just a match made in heaven. It really is. And I think that it's great for the NBA. And going back to what Phil said, having more player driven owners will help change that standard. And KG is one of the perfect players to have set that standard. He's loud, he's boisterous, and he will definitely set the tone for those board meetings. Boy, I would love to be a fly on the wall. Pissed off at a board meeting. Ooh. Isn't he still like the highest paid uh, NBA player of all time? Yeah, KG. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. So I mean, he's, I know he's probably got some great investments as well, but he has the money to do it. So I would say go. Oh, ahead. hey, area. Hey, you can have an area twenty-one in the building. If he brings Adam Sandler aboard to help run things with the Timberwolves, I'm telling you, they're going to be a championship. Man. Hey, but hey, I'm just saying, he, KG, let's not forget, he was the first $100 million ticket. Hey, Alex, if you bring Adam Sandler, then you might invite Jeff Rubin. And that would nah, be crazy. no Jeff Rubin. No Jeff Rubin. Wait, who's Jeff? <laughs> oh, you're funny. But, um, Mark, what's your take on KG possibly uh, being part owner of the Timberwolves? I think it's great. I think it's overdue. I mean, if you don't know the history between the current owner, Glenn Taylor, and KG, it's kind of interesting because a few years ago, after uh, Flip Saunders died, I guess Garnett was supposed to have some type of part ownership with the franchise, and things kind of went south. And KG openly said before he got his jersey retired with Boston, I don't want my jersey retired in Minnesota right now because I don't deal with snakes. Talking about Glenn, Glenn Taylor, Dude, the current Glenn. owner of the Timberwolves. Uh, uh. So it's all coming full circle now. Yeah. Because he always has love for the organization. He's mentored Car uh, Anthony Towns and things of that nature. But it's just Glenn Taylor is the guy that he doesn't want to do business with. So I think it's fitting now that Glenn Taylor is open to selling the team. And KG's one of the guys that's trying to get him. No, yeah. So, man, hopefully it happens, man. It'll be great to see more former players owning teams. Um, you know, I'm hoping once Brown retire, he can somehow partially own the Cavaliers and then so forth, man. D Rose need to get some of the Bulls. So it will be so dope. So, man, KG, hopefully you can get the team together. I know they were saying something about um, Glenn Taylor's son is trying to like uh, purchase it, but I hope somehow they add KG or they can Don't do it. or they can keep him away from it. But uh, I like the tunnels. Hey, before before this hating ass Michael segment start, um, you been hating, been hating all show, nigga. Yeah, yeah get like, out of here. I, I gotta I gotta show love to the Yankees and Nationals um, due to their um, them kneeling. Like they started the baseball season with the both teams, the entire teams out there kneeling. Um, shout out to the Red Sox for throwing up the Black Lives Matter love, even though their fans are like, I'm never Ooh. watching them again. Like, you get to They're really see like if. If we could go to games, we'd protest. Yeah, we'd burn that thing down. But shout out to these teams, especially baseball, um, with them putting in this work for people that look like me. It's all love. But now it's time to get to this hating, baby. So uh, play play that hate. Play that hate, 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 hate. Oh, you want that life? Oh, I need that life. Get back to the hate. Oh, man. Hey, so that's gonna be my that's gonna be my anthem for life everywhere I go. Why don't I walk in the doors and say, "Hey, hey, 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 hey"? Because the hating ass Mike Kale segment is here, and I got two people I gotta hate on. All right, one of them first to start off is a little more serious. Dang, it's it's low key my baby on the low, uh, but she don't even know it. 
Mark was uh, lucky enough to uh, oh, to interview her, <laughs> and it's crazy because my homie is like it's cool with our Orlando Scandrick, and I've been around him. But I kind of was like, you know, once he played for the Chiefs and he was trash, I was just like, bro, I can't rock with you all the way like that. And you had Drea, but Drea, if you didn't know, she came out on the show, uh, I believe, with Van um, Nathan, uh, Lathan. Lathan. Van Lathan yeah. was on there, and she was just. Kind of like playing off of the fact that May got shot and was saying she said that she you know she wants a man that would shoot her in the foot, and you can't say stuff like that, man. Like especially these days, she wants like a Harlem man Knights? that will shoot yeah, her. Yeah, shot in the foot. This ain't Harlem Nights. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something that you just can't play with, and she got a lot of backlash, and, and Megan Thee Stallion kind of got on her head, and she been apologizing, but. Man, you can't do that. So I'm gonna have to hate on you with that, Drea. Just man, can we all just get along and let us figure out more about that situation before we try to play around with it at all? Because it's a crazy situation. And uh, just to move on from the serious note, this guy, man. Sometimes it's like I can watch him at least a couple times a week on TV, and I'm gonna find something to hate about. But if you don't know, if you watch The Herd, which I do, or listen to it, this guy came out and said something that is totally blasphemous um, and just BS. He said that if Kawhi were to win the title this year, he's in the top five. Who said this? Cullen Cowherd. And he said that if Kawhi won the title this year, he joins His MJ, must be down. Braun, Kareem, and wow. Magic in the top five, which you're out of your damn mind. He is not going to be in front of guys who has five that rings. going to be top five Clippers. He is not going What's to be anywhere in the top five. He's not even going to be in the top ten. He maybe hit that bottom 15, but it's too many great, great, great players that this guy hasn't have an MVP award. When did you, could you really say he had a dominant NBA season? He's only made four All-Star teams. Yeah, four All-Star teams. Been in the league 20 years. Man, uh, and it's like, yeah, the championships are great, but you you got one with the Spurs, which was a team thing. Yeah. Like, you he know what I'm saying? Like they the could have easily gave that to uh, Ginobili Parker or Duncan for that, that finals MVP. So you won that one. Like Kobe, but yeah. The, the one with the Raptors was amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know. You beat an injured Warriors team, but for you to say that, you know, that means Philip he would have to beat LeBron uh, again to get to the championship, which would be impressive. But it's LeBron. We're used to seeing LeBron lose. He's, he has six finals losses. So, Cutter Cowherd, I have to hate on you because, damn it, you're totally wrong. There's no way, no how, shout out to Rob Parker, that you can place that man at number five in anybody's top five, even with a third title with a third team. Get the hell out of here. So, hey, that's this week's Michael Hayden as segment or Hayden as Michael segment. Uh, let me hear that hate one more time, man, before we get get it on. I won't even have that this time, I'm only getting better, homie. So, yeah, man, that's this week's uh, Hayden as Michael segment. Hey, shout out to you guys listening. This is Courtside Radio with the starting five. We are here in the building, the five 
is live doing our thing and it's no job it's all rhymes right there it's bars I, I might have to be uh, we got a uh, pocket burrito in the building I might have to be on that um that that versus next but it's gonna be I gotta maybe against Snoop I can go bar to bar with him I'm ready for that he but he got more don't, tracks but don't, don't do that he got more tracks but I, I gotta get to that uh, shout out to my guy sneaker reporter he dropped a, a mixtape make sure y'all check that out but yeah of course our radio starting five here the good news radio app uh, TGN sports thank you to all of our listeners who tune in on Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play. And we are joined by our guy, Mr. Mark My Words himself, yep, yep. Mark Gunnels. Say what's up to the people, Mark. Hey, what's up, man? It's your boy Mark Gunnels in the building. Make sure you check out my show every Tuesday and Friday. Mark My Words. You can find me on the Good News Radio app, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, man. I'm out here everywhere. Go follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Mark A. Gunnels, man. Hey, he's a legend on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, you probably yeah, don't argue yeah. with him for sure because <laughs> with some of his takes. Uh, but, hey, it's, it's all fun and games. But, yeah, we out here grinding, doing it. Don't forget, just like our show, Mark's show is live. So you can tune it in live where you can call in. You can hit him up in the chat if he says something crazy. But, um... Man, let's 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 get things going and moving forward. So, like we talked about in the intro of the show, uh, we spoke of the scrimmages beginning, um, which we talked about Monday as well. But they're finally here. Basketball is back. The NBA is being played. Yes. We're able to see yes. games. We saw Giannis make some threes. We saw Bron do some dunks. Uh, we saw CJ McCollum almost break his neck getting hung. But um, man, what do you guys uh, take on the scrimmages uh, so far? And is it weird at all to you guys, the whole setup, no fans, players not sitting by each other? Uh, Mark, with you being our guest, we're going to have you start with it. You know, actually, the watching experience is actually better than I expected. I like how they have the, the court set up and just the background and things and kind of the noise and things yeah. like that. I think it's a really nice setup, man. And I got to talk to you, Michael, because how do you mention the scrimmages and not mention Bobo? Bobo oh, yeah. has been oh, the star Bobo. of the scrimmages so far, and he's from the Kansas City area, Facts. by the way. Shout out. He went to Bishimi Agent on the Kansas side. So, hey, Denver, they had a huge lineup, man. man. And that was without Michael Porter Jr., yeah. who Where? I'm super high on as well. Where is he at? Is he, uh, he, he, he headed to Orlando yesterday. He was a little late. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy I want to see play well. So, but yeah, Bobo shout was out to exciting. Bobo, man. Bobo really got me, got me into Will it. Too. Hey, so I just think it's very interesting, uh, something different that we have to adjust to. It looks, it looks a lot like Orlando Summer League games. <laughs> That's what it kind of reminds you of. But one thing I got to say before I pass this mic uh, to my guys is that, man, that Portland team looks scary. And that might be the team the Lakers face in the first round. It's going to be a doozy with Dame, McCullum. Zach Collins came back playing well. Oh, stop uh, it. came up. back 14 and 8. <laughs> like, that team, Carmelo, he was out. And it's crazy because every rebound you can hear him cuss. Because, skinny you know, Mellow. Yeah, Skinny Mellow. So, that Portland team is going to be real scary. But, hey, um, what's your take on it, Bruce? What's your, what do you feel about uh, how the scrimmages have looked so far? I want to chime in, like, what Mark said. Like, I was surprised, like, it was it was a good watch, man. Like I wasn't like thrown off by it. It didn't seem like I didn't want to watch it. Like I was able to even watch the bum Clippers yesterday. You know, <laughs> Paul but, George is bum. Yeah, PG is is like officially back to where he should have been like two years ago. Like, yeah, we was scary. Last I'm not gonna lie to you, but um, just it's just fun to see the guys out there enjoying themselves. You can tell that they 
They're actually having fun. They're happy to be around each other. They're just happy to be back. The whole, like, me and Phil talked about in the chat, like, the whole, like, separating the players from each other. Like, bruh, I am literally out here rubbing sweat yeah. with dudes on the floor. Why do I need to sit away from you yeah. at this point? That is stupid. Fact. But whatever. And then you got, like, a couple people got masks on, a couple people man. don't. Like, yeah, like, get out of here, man. Like, yeah, but... but yeah. <laughs> That, that's it's, it's just good to see And then like Like we talk about Bo Bo Like to see like The people that have been Putting in the work The ones that were like Out with injury That finally get to come back And they've had this rest So they're now healthy So you got Bo Bo You had uh, Luca today Who looked much healthier He's yeah. quicker He's yeah, quicker, quicker. Porzingis he was looking clear solid. Porzingis was actually I think Porzingis was turning the corner like one when the season ended, so I was kind of expecting what, I, what we got from him today. True, but yeah. they they inserted Curry into the starting lineup, and your boy went eight for eight today. That's gonna be a problem. Six threes, six threes. Like Seth, like he's been a problem, but I think like this is the the year he'll be the most comfortable in the playoffs. <laughs> they no, they yeah. might play the Clippers in the first round. Bro, Watch out! Imagine Watch out. Lakers and Clippers getting Dallas and Portland. That's gonna be like. And it, it's going to be no easy nice. series. It's the only series fun. that's going to be like, eh, people ain't really going to care, but it's going to be a good series is Utah versus OKC. Yeah. If that and don't sleep that we, like New Orleans played yesterday. Like they, no, they yeah, yeah. Good. And Zion, uh, he's actually getting yeah. tested daily wherever he is. Mm-hmm. So they said he's not going to have to have that two week sit out. He had just of course they're going to bend the rules for him. Sit man. out four days. Oh, of course, why wouldn't yeah, you? Zion's coming back regardless, no matter. His he can condition. come back with the Rona. <laughs> and he's playing. They like so, playing. You know, I better figure it out. So Mike, what's your Mike, what's your take on the look of the scrimmages and the scrimmages so far? I've been liking the competition so far. It's random that I never give these people shout-outs, but random to see the Clippers do what they do. If they have two uh, all-stars... They played Orlando. It's ra- I know, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> not just them. I'm and they struggled about, early. Uh, the league, competition-wise. But I'm saying, like, two all-stars with two players coming off the bench averaging 18 points is amazing. Like, just to see, like, the fluidity once they even came into the bubble, I was like, okay, nice. But Miami showing me something good. I'm liking that. Um, my, Milwaukee showing me what I thought they were going to do. And there's there's a lot of teams now that's like, okay, Denver's Denver's coming out strong. Bobo with the 16-10 with the six blocks. It was He got the random drug test for a reason. He was doing too good, too fast. They didn't believe it. They didn't want to believe it. But... I'm liking the I'm liking how this is set up, but let's get to let's get to the real games and let's stop playing. Yeah, hey, I'm with you on that. I want to see the real thing. So um, we got the small forward and power forward together. Uh, what you guys take, uh, Philip or Alex? Either you guys can take it first. Man, I like where we've been as far as where the games are. Like I said, I expected more of something similar to what we usually expect them to come in at the beginning of the season, which is like kind of like not really in game shape, you know, still trying to figure things out. But I'm really impressed with how in shape the guys came back. Man, everybody looks good. And the teams that are there aren't there to mess around. They're there for actual business because they all have a chance to still make the playoffs. And then, of course, you know, other teams have championships aspirations. But the teams that are there, there's no teams uh, slacking right now. There's no teams that are tanking right now, nothing. So everybody's there for business, and they're taking it seriously. And it shows on the court with this being their first you know, two days of scrimmages, it really shows that they're there to take care of business. You know, they don't need any time to ramp up and 
And uh, I think this thing with the bubble is giving, with their extended rosters, giving other players a chance to get some playing time, like a bowl bowl who hasn't who hasn't really played at all, and he's getting a chance to to shine a little bit and show what he can do and ramp up for you know next year. Oh, no, facts. Oh my God, so, they starting lineup. No, that Nobody was crazy. Six, seven. Yeah. Starting lineup the opposite of the of the rock. The rock is which is so <laughs> which is so comedy. Somebody hit up Daryl Morey and he was like, so. We about to. He Sorry. said, "Daryl Morey <laughs> said, Daryl Morey said, I might put out a squad, the six feet and under squad, and go out there and." Y'all about to get ran. Nah, it's gonna be crazy. But Hans, what's your take on the scrimmage? Just the whole look of everything, and um, you know what we've seen so far. Shout out to the Black Lives Matter court, but Hans, you got it. Um, I'm just outright. I'm just so. I think it's more so that I'm appreciative to see basketball than I am really taking into account what these players are doing individually. I'm just so caught up in the moment that basketball is back that I am so excited that I have something to dedicate a specific or allotted amount of time in my day to, especially something that, you know, we all love to report. So just getting a chance to see a bull bull drop the 16, 10, and what was it? 16, 10, and five game. Yep. Six blocks. Six blocks. 16, 10, and six. Like, it's just so refreshing. And also just seeing a young guy ball out. Like, I'm harping on Bull Bull in particular because I spoke badly about him going into this draft saying that, yeah, it could be a big steal, but at the same time, we don't really know because he really does have an injury issue and there are questions there. But, you know, it's good to see that I'm at least uh, humble enough to say I'm eating my own words at this point, but I'm just so thankful the NBA season is back. That's it. Yeah. No, of yeah, course. facts. And I'm, I'm happy it's back. They found a great way to keep this thing rolling to where, you know, we can see, you know, to me, I feel it's the number one sport in the world and we get to see the best players do it. I just, I really can't wait until the real games. I, I want to see um, when it really counts, these eight games, because you know guys are going hard because you want to get in the playoffs to get that extra check. And just to see how some of the top seeds attack the eight game, because they might, for the Lakers, they have 5.5 game advantage over the Clippers. So you you want to win you can win the first four and kind of give LeBron and those guys a little more rest so it's going to be very interesting I want to see Philly of course to see if they actually going to play Ben at the four which we talked about um, last week and man it's just happy to have sports back Um, NBA is here the MLB started today shout out to the Angels they better we got to make the playoffs we got the best player in the world for you to stand out Dodgers Los Doyers, the Los Doyers. Los Doyers, son. I got son. my Giants gear on today. Go Yankees, though. I know he do got his Giants nice. colors. You know, on. the Ravens, the Yankees is my second favorite squad. You're a troll. Yeah, I know. Yeah, definitely. That's major this is my troll. life. My yeah. troll. All I'm, I'm a Dodgers fan, diehard, but the Yankees my second favorite squad, bro. Squad, man, you squad, can't have no game. second favorite squad, man. You gotta be if you die hard. Shout out to my Royals, by the way, man. I got repped. Oh yeah, KC got to rep the Royals. They did their thing. I ain't yeah, they did a couple years ago. Hey, Gunnels, what what you know about that Power Life District, baby? Oh, come on, stop playing with me, bro. My second home, big dog. Hey, man. So NBA is back we loving it Corsair Radio uh, joined by our guy Mark Gunnels um, it's that time of the show we gotta we gotta give him this this player from the past oh okay that name we should t- last we, we going there and it's gonna be super we bad and our well, show was a blast they love us hey, hey one day Hines we gonna have to just come and just we gonna save we gonna save 12 minutes for all of us to get our little bars off uh, and you know see and then have the people vote for who has the best bars you know, they don't want no smoke with me. Because I spit hot fire. Hands down. Of course, side versus. 
Yeah, we're going to do the courtside verses, baby. Courtside verses is coming. I'm, I'm letting y'all know right now. Uh, it's coming But uh, y'all know what this means uh, Back in the days When I was young I'm not a kid anymore Some days I said I wish I was You're the height of a kid though. Hey classic Get out of here man But yeah man Whenever you hear that <laughs> You know that That means That it is time For the Throwback Player of the week For you guys Who are uh, new Listening to it Shout out to your friends For putting you on the show Because we have a great show Damn it But uh, thank you guys For tuning in Yeah but this is a player From the past Whether it's uh, 2000s 90s 80s 70s 60s And so forth But uh, this week's Player He actually Played for the Celtics At one point uh, Which is crazy Let me see if Himes can figure it out But he was drafted from uh, Alabama, 6'7". He played like a power forward, small forward. Uh, he was a first-round pick, the 25th pick to the Sacramento Kings. One-time All-Star. He was a steel champ in 05-06, and he made an all-defensive team 09-2010. Really athletic player. Let's see if any of you guys can guess it. Mark, do you know who this player is? <sighs> no, I ain't gonna lie. I do six, not. 6'7", seven, played power six, forward, seven. small forward. What, what years? Say that again. Uh, he said, Who said that? Sorry. Me. Big Mike. Hey, man, give him some hand claps, man, because his name is Gerald oh, wow. Wallace, who's actually yeah. celebrating a birthday today. So happy birthday to that man. 38 years old. But yeah, he was drafted by Sacramento Kings, first round, 25th pick, 2001. Uh, he had his one all star year. Y'all know what team he played for all star year? Bobcats. 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 Him and Steven I knew that. Jackson. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Were the best player. He averaged 18 points. Um, 1.5 steals. One block. 10 rebounds. He was like that. Um, man, he was just so athletic. Can get up and down. Yeah. He was a really good role player for Sacramento. Uh, doing like some of their run, just bringing them an athlete, but he was like really young then. But baby yeah, Ben Wallace. He could have been a pippin to somebody's Jordan, but he was just a pippin. Yeah, he was just he was a, baby Ben Wallace with skills. Career averages twelve points, uh, five rebounds. Uh, what is it? One steal, like one point, one point five steals. So um, yeah, shout out to Gerald Wallace, man. Um, we ain't gonna give you everybody that we know, you know. So we got to give you some guys that you got to go and check out our Corsair Radio page. To see this guy highlight So you can say Damn this guy was a hooper And I believe he played In the best era of basketball Which is When it came to indivi- Comes to individual players Which is the 2000s So Shout out to uh, Gerald Wallace Happy birthday to that guy Check him out A lot of dunks Coming your way Man a lot of dunks Coming your way So make sure y'all Check out the Courtside Radio Page Where you guys Can check out Some dope flicks of us Some of our past work uh, click the link in our bio to listen to the latest show. Um, and, man, make sure you guys go and click on all of our individual pages because we are doing things that's very, very amazing. And once again, man, our guy Mark Gunnels is in here. Mark Gunnels, let the people know what you've been up to and let them know where they can find you at on Instagram and Twitter. Like, what's your uh, name and everything you're So, at. yeah, yeah. Once again, you know, I have my show every Tuesday and Friday now. You can check me out. Mark my words. Sports. Just type in Mark my words. Sports on everything will pop up. Like I said before, the Good News Radio app, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, Our Radio. And you can follow me on Twitter and, and Instagram at Mark A. Gunnels. 
So yeah Hey man tell, Hey tell him where you work at man He work with some oh, big dogs yeah yeah I, I do production at Fox Sports For uh, Undisputed right now With Skip and Shannon Yes sir Let so, him know sir, Let hey, him know Courtside Radio With the starting five man We thank you guys once again For tuning in Man y'all wanna drop y'all Y'all, y'all can drop y'all Y'all t- know what it tags. is Bruce Courtside Holla at me on IG If you're looking for me on Twitter Talking shit to my kill It's Sir Bruce That is S-I-R Bruce T-H Yes sir So um, uh, Mike Let people know where they can find you at you can find me on Instagram, Mr. Underscore IMA. Call you back. Mr. I'm going to call you back on Snapchat also. Just put the U instead. And on Twitter, I'm back, baby, but I got a new name. Mr. Underscore out of Patton. Yes, sir. Himes, uh, drop drop that info for the peeps. Ladies and gentlemen, as usual, I'm at Himes LA, H-Y-M-E-S-L-A. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube at Alex Times, where you can catch show clips from Courtside, Don't At Me, Get It Right, all the things under the label and umbrella there, and also on social media where we're dropping trailers every day. Again, that's H-Y-M-E-S-L-A, baby. Yes, sir. So, uh, Philip, Philip downtown, Philip Brown. Let people know where to find you at, bro. You already know what it is. Philip 3 Brown, keep it simple, you know, Young King stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out, uh, shout out my boy Mark Gunnels, man Yes sir Hey so Of course I am the one and only Michael The PG The Magic Johnson of the show And uh, you guys can find me at Michael The PG uh, Instagram Twitter Michael Matthew On Facebook M-A-T-H-I-E-U uh, Black Planet baby is on the comeback I am Michael The PG7 Make sure y'all hit me up uh, It's real out here man But man we thank is y'all real? Like when it's black? It is. Yeah, it's still really around, bro. It's around. I really don't use it, but I just have you to. You be using I it. I got to show love. I'm black. It's coming back. That's how you going to catch the Rona. <laughs> hey, but it's still alive, which is crazy. But shout out to Black Planet, man. We need that sponsorship from Come y'all. We are, we'll help blow y'all back up. But, man, hey, we thank y'all so much for tuning in to Courtside Radio with the starting five. For everybody listening to us everywhere. Y'all know y'all love us. Y'all know we that show on the rise. Y'all better follow us because if you jump on the train too late, we, we kicking you off. We're not going to keep you on there. Courtside Radio, we out this thing. Bruce, turn us up, baby. Peace. Thank you.